with the morning lives who mourn. Good morning, good morning, good morning. God morning. It's Monday morning. Here we are getting ready to kick off yet another week. I believe we have entered into week three of the first month of the second quarter. And we are preparing to go full speed into spring and summer. Um, I hope you all enjoyed your weekend and that it was everything that you had hoped it would be. So let's um, jump in this morning. Um, we're still in this thing of the power of a wife's prayer mantle. And I'm not moving because I really needed to hit home. Um, I really need us to understand our power and our authority as it relates to prayer. Not as it relates to changing our husbands, but as it relates to praying to the God, our God, to Jesus Christ, the one who made and knows all about him. For he is the only one that can do any sort of changing of character within our husbands. So I need you to understand that this is not um, some quick fix-it scheme. But prayer is your tool. And many of you will only use the tool in certain situations when in fact you should be using the prayer tool every day, all day seven days a week, four weeks a month, 365 days. We think I can pray till the storm pass and then I can let up off of the gas. And that's so far from wrong. You've got to apply the pressure every day um, because the enemy is applying pressure um, every day. So you got to stay on your prayer. Um, you got to stay in prayer ministry. Um, and you got to assume the posture of prayer every day because the enemy is coming for your neck. And if you give him one ounce of or one inch, right, he's coming in like vampire. And he is going to suck the blood out of you because he comes in looking to devour. His, his whole plan of thought is if I can still kill and destroy them, then I've won. And you got to remind them who you are and whose you are and whose your marriage belongs to. Even in the midst of calamity, even in the midst of... Um, circumstances and situations within our marriages, they're only momentarily. 
right? Which is why we don't make hasty decisions in the midst of a moment. Right, that's good, Didi. That's good, Didi. Didi says, even now, if your husbands are in your reach, pray over him. Um, pray over him. Begin to decree and declare God's word over him. Um, and it's absolutely necessary that you remember who you are, whose you are, and who's your marriage belong and who your marriage belongs to. Your marriage belongs to God. And God will get the glory. Period. He will get the glory. He's going to get the glory. So let's pray and we're going to move in. Father God, we thank and praise you. We magnify you. We glorify your name. We thank you for who you are, for who you've been and for who you are yet getting ready to be. We thank you, Father God, that you are loving and kind, that you are just and that you are righteous, that you are our savior that you are our promise keeper. God, we thank you, Father God, right now on this day, the day that you have made. And God, we vow to rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph for all that he has done and all that he has been in and through your lives. God, we celebrate you on today simply because of who you are. You reign supreme in our lives. And we thank you that you're showing up strong and mighty for us. So God, as we prepare to walk this day out, God, we ask that you would lead us and guide us. We ask that you would be with us and go with us. That you would make every crooked path straight in and through our lives. God, even now, if something is out of order in the lives of these, your daughters, God, including myself, I ask on today, Lord God, that you would help us to course correct. That you would help us to find our way. And in that, Lord God, we give your name, praise, glory, and honor. It's in Jesus' name we pray, thank God, and amen. Yeah, that's good, Patricia. We have to start believing, decreeing, and declaring the word of God, not just over our husbands or our marriage, but over ourselves. You are equally as important. And God wants to lavish you with his love. Because you are his daughter and he chose you. So let God love on you as only he can. So the power of the wife's prayer mantle Yeah, 
I'm not sure who that is responding, but yes, if you would uh, be so kind to give StreamYard permission, um, then I would know who posted this lovely scripture. Lord, we pray that our marriages will bring you glory and honor. Help our marriage to reflect. Thanks, Swamika. That help our marriage to reflect the type of marriage you have laid out in scripture. May my husband strive to love me just as Christ loved the church and sacrificed himself for his people. Ephesians 5 and 27. And that is a great place for us to start. So last week on Friday, um, I was sharing with you <clears throat> that, that there are five secrets to maximize your mantle. One of them being appeal to God to pray to in prayer, appeal to God in prayer to help your husband succeed in his work that God wired men to achieve and to labor to become successful in their work. Not that women don't desire to achieve and become successful, right? But this um, this particular uh, segment, we are talking about our husbands. And in there, we said that you should ask your husband, what's the biggest breakthrough he wishes he could have, right? The second secret was to appeal to God to help your husband overcome his problems. Your husband struggles, our husband struggle with personal and professional challenges and problems that will discourage and weaken them, period. It's life. Just as we, as women, right, struggle with personal and professional challenges and including problems that discourage us and make us weak because they're, everything is just coming at us. So our responsibility is to begin to cover them in prayer. I see your face, girl. Uh, our responsibility is to, good morning, Dandi, is to um, cover them in prayer and appeal to God by asking God to help them overcome their problems. Maybe you sense that your husband is struggling in a certain area, pornography, a pharmacia, alcoholism, whatever that thing is, right? Call it out and ask God to help your husband overcome his problem. The third appeal and the third secret is to appeal to God to transform your husband into the image of Christ. This is the most powerful type of prayer you as a wife can offer up on your husband's behalf. Instead of nagging, go right over your husband's head and ask God to do the very thing that he wants to do anyway, which is to transform your husband to be more and more like him. Because it's the will of God. The will of God is that we become more like him. And then the fourth secret was to appeal to God to draw your husband 
into a closer relationship with Christ. Ultimately, when your husband starts drawing closer to Christ on a more regular basis, the spirit of God will empower him in every area of his life to his benefit and to your delight. Unless your husband is highly unusual, he probably doesn't cater to you, to your pushing him to be more spiritual. But when the spirit of God pulls him to himself, your man may shock you and head in the direction with a willing heart versus you nagging him and trying to push him to maneuver him to that area. We're required to appeal to the spirit of God to increase his pulling and drawing of our husbands to himself. Tell him you trust him with your husband and claim the promise that Christ will complete what he starts. God, I trust you with Lonnie. And I already know that you'll complete the work that you've already begun on the inside of him, which is what Philippians 1 and 6 says. Ask God to surprise your husband by unexpectedly pouring his love on him and into his heart. Ask God to forgive your husband of his many past and present sins and choose to overwhelm him with mercy and compassion. Ask the Godhead to communicate to your husband through any method he would like to make himself known directly to your husbands. And even if your husband already has a relationship you ask, you're asking God to increase, right? Increase the communication, increase the relationship. So that every area of his life is saturated with Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, our Master and our King. And if you find yourself complaining and pushing your husband towards God, Stop it, which is what we talked about on last week. Stop it immediately and bite your tongue. You are pushing your husband away. The word of God says, by thy loving kindness have I drawn thee. Secret number five, we are to appeal to God to lead our husband to be the loving head of your marriage and family. Without positive improvement in the previous areas, your husband may not feel worthy to lead or may not want to shoulder more responsibility than he already is facing. Remember, he's working in the workplace. He's working at home. We have bills. We have all of these things that are pulling and drawing from them. So we're asking God to lead our husbands to be the loving head of our marriages and families. And then let's talk about using your mantles effectively. 
Remember, the moment we said, I do, God cloaked us with a prayer mantle. And we have been given the power and the authority to cover our husbands in, in prayer, uh, more so even than their mothers, their fathers, because we are one with them. God gave us the mantle of prayer. He gave us the mantle of prayer. Your desires for your husband should turn into your prayers. Ask for what you desire. And if you abide in God the Father, you will ask what you desire of him and he will grant it. Ask for what you desire. Far too many of us think that praying or many of us pray selfish prayers. We pray prayers like God fix it. God fix him. Uh, God don't allow him to do this, 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 and this. Which means we are praying amiss. We're not praying what God has called us to pray. God has called us to pray the word of God. Not our complaints. Not our murmuring and complaining, right? God has called us to pray the word of God, period. The word of God says, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. John 15 and 7, ask what you desire in prayer, in prayer. It's in this verse, Jesus revealed a very strategic secret. When you abide in Christ and his word is in you, you can ask for whatever you desire because when you abide in him, his desires will be your desires. Meaning you are praying what God already wants for you and or your husband and or your family. Matter of fact, the more you abide in Christ and the more his word abides in you, the more you are more fully and completely released to pray for everything that you desire. Jesus connected abiding with Christ and obedience to his commands as the underlying cause of asking for what you desire. If you abide, you will ask what you desire. We are instructed to pray for things merely because we aren't, I'm sorry, we aren't instructed to pray for things merely because we know um, we're supposed to, right? It's not like an obligation. Jesus expressly states, you are to ask for whatever you want. Ask for whatever it is you want. Jesus promised that when you pray for whatever you desire and God answers that prayer, your heart will explode with fullness of joy. 
until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full, John 16 and 24. Joy always follows when any of us receive what we deeply desire in relation to what God might want to do for us. Too few believers experience joy in their walk with God because they aren't continually, continuously asking God for the things they desire. The more you get in contact with, with your many desires, the more you get in contact with your many desires provided they are scriptural, the more you should put them on your prayer list and ask the Lord to grant them to you and your husband. And then the more opportunities God will have to answer your requests, the more you ask. According to scripture, the more yeses, because they're scripturally based. You're not just asking out of foolery. You're not just asking um, willy nilly, but you're asking based on the word of God. Yeah. Second Chronicles 26 through nine says, Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdom of the nations, power and might are in your hand and no one can withstand you. Our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it and have built it in a sanctuary for your name, saying, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress and you will hear us and save us. You got to present your situation to God. You got to praise him. You have to present your situation and then you have to pray the blessings and intervention over your marriage and your husband. Second Chronicles 20, 10 through 11 says, but now here are men from Ammon Moab and Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. Second Chronicle 20 and 12 says, our God will not judge them for we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. 
that I don't know what to do, but my eyes are fixed on you. It's not some magical pattern meant to be used so that your prayers will come true, but it is an established pattern in scripture for how to approach the throne of God and talk to him about your needs. Remember, the main thing is your abiding relationship with Jesus Christ. But when we praise God, present the situation, and then pray for blessings and intervention, we pray that we are praying and asking God to step in to show us and to give us exactly what it is our hearts desire. But you gotta move in love. Your character must be one of love. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says, the fruit of the spirit is love. Against such things, there is no law. Heavenly Father, you are love. For 1 John 4 and 8 tells us, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Your essence and totality are made up of love. You embody the traits of love that we should live out. Traits such as patience and kindness, gentleness, humility, and self-control. God, we praise you because of your commitment to love me and to love my husband in spite of the many ways we may have failed you. God, we praise you because your love tempers your anger towards us. And we can appeal to your faithful love when we need it the most. Your love enables us to experience your forgiveness and blessing along with your mercy and favor. God, we thank you for your love and for giving us the opportunity to model your love to each other. Then we're presenting the situ situation. We got to use this particular time, right? To share with God about your specific situation related to love. And then you got to pray the blessing and intervention in it. So here we are, God, as wives who war, reporting for duty. We are prepared to hear your instructions. We are prepared to come into agreement with your will to pray and to ask for forgiveness. Lord God, we are asking for blessings and favor. We are your vessel that is creating a hedge of protection around our king, our husbands, our family, and ourselves. In the name of Jesus, Father, forgive us of our sins as far as the east is from the west. We are thankful, Lord God, for your forgiveness. Create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Your word declares that the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous 
avail much. Lord, whatever is on your mind, whatever Holy Spirit tells us will obey. Lord God, we praise you for doing a new thing in our marriages. Transform us, Lord, in the same areas we pray for our husbands. Let us both be in one accord to fulfill your purpose on the earth right now because we are one. We put the whole armor of God on our husbands and ourselves. We put on our, the helmet of salvation, our breastplate of righteousness, and our loins are girded with truth. Our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Our shield of faith is in one hand and our sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, is in the other hand. We have our armor on God and we are ready for battle. No arrow the enemy tries to throw at us will prevail. We are covered under the blood of Jesus. The weapons may form, but they will not prosper. No scheme, plot, or plan the enemy tries to use to stop us will get past our prayers because we are prepared. God has our back. In the name of Jesus, we dispatch angels to cover and protect us as we cover our husbands. God, we thank you that we have the authority to disp dispatch angels on the behalf of our priests, the prophets, and the kings of our homes. We thank you for positioning us as helpmeets suitable to pray for them. Prayer for our husbands. So God, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, standing in the gaps for our king's balance. We cover every area of their lives with the blood. God, we break the spirit of imbalance from their lives. Thank you, Lord, for bringing our husbands into a, a mature state in you. We decree and declare that they are in a place of discipline and balance to receive instruction from God and handle the assignment. No weapon formed against our kings shall prosper. In the name of Jesus, no generational curse will come after them that the blood of Jesus cannot cover and the power of the Holy Spirit cannot take away. God, we thank you that you are raising us up as wives who war, as a Deborah in this hour. You are raising us up as helpmeets suitable. In the name of Jesus, we are using our power and authority to bruise the head of Satan. We decree and declare balance over our husbands. We decree and declare that our husbands' minds are sound. We refuse as a helpmeet suitable to allow our husbands' minds to race. We shut down the racing minds as well as the attacks against the mind and thoughts of our husbands in the name of Jesus. The mind of our husbands will be still and know you are God. We declare Psalms 46 and 10 over them. Be still, husbands, and know that I am God. 
I will be exalted among the heathens. I will be exalted in the earth. I thank you, Lord, that my husbands, that our husbands understand true balance. We declare they will know how to be still. We declare that they will understand how to move in faith. They will hear your still small voice. The spirit of God will lead our husbands. They will be righteous and aligned with your will of God and aligned with the will of God. We speak that our priests, that our prophets, and that our kings in our homes have balanced minds and their thoughts are balanced. That their minds are moving from evil to good. In the name of Jesus, we break any assignment that tries to come against the mind of our husbands. Any assignment that tries to knock him off balance is destroyed. We come after what causes our husband's minds to be unrest with and, and be and filled with anxiety. We come against the spirit of anxiety. We come against PTSD and post-traumatic stress disorders in the name of Jesus. We cover the thoughts of our husbands. Father, in the name of Jesus, we protect the minds of our husbands, cover his thoughts in prayer. We declare that our kings, our husbands, and the priests of our homes will have a balanced mind when they are making decisions. We decree and declare that the minds of our husbands is connected to the Holy Spirit to receive the revelation of God. We pray that they will be stable in private and in public. God, we pray in the name of Jesus that they will be stable in their thinking, that they will have soundness of mind, that they will be steady, steady in their thought process. God, we pray that they will be stable in the things that are new to them. We thank you, Lord that all things are passing away and behold, all things are new. We pray that our husbands have the, have the balance to understand not to hold on to things from the past, but to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Father, I thank you that our husbands will not give into the spirit of fear. We strike down fear in the name of Jesus. We use the sword of the spirit and sever every soul tie that causes him to fear in the name of Jesus. Our husbands will not go to what is familiar. They will go to what is right and not what he is and not what they are used to. We sever every soul tie that is putting our husbands back to poor decisions and flawed thinking. We speak balance to our husbands that they will receive new information with a balanced mind. Though balance, our husbands will hear instructions through balance, excuse me, our husbands will hear instructions and walk them out properly. We decree and declare that the ways of our husbands is clear. Lord, we come against every distraction and hindrance that tries to stop our husband's balance. We bruise the head of, of the enemy with our heel as a help meet suitable. We are locking arms with the Holy Spirit and we are standing in unity and oneness 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we align ourselves in the spirit. Father, show us in the spirit. Teach us how to pray for a balanced life for our husbands. Open their eyes that they may see the areas in need of balance. All thoughts are canceled. There is no return policy. Every generational curse is canceled. There is no return policy. There is no return policy on fear and anxiety. I return, we return every attack with a boomerang back to the pit of hell. Our kings will understand the word of God. They will not perish for lack of knowledge. They will have knowledge of what happens in the spirit realm. Demons will not be able to return in the name of Jesus. The eviction notice has been given and there will be no return of evil on our husband's mindset. We pray that our husbands will walk and speak in obedience because obedience is better than sacrifice. Our husbands are strong in the Lord. They have revelation and insight. Our husbands are mature in the spirit. They have put away childish ways. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Everything the devil tried to take from my husband, I am taking it back by force. Everything the devil tried to take from our husbands, we are taking it back by force. Everything the devil tried to steal from us, our families, we take it back today in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, the son of the living God. We decree and declare balance over our husband's mind. We speak balance over their physical bodies, our husband's hearts will line up with the will of the Father. Everything concerning our husbands is in perfect harmony. His bloodstream is lined up. His lymphatic system is lined up. Their organs are balanced. Their heart and immune systems are balanced. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, our husbands will balance everything concerning their bodies. I decree and declare that balance is their portion. Father, you said in your word, if we decree a thing, it shall be established. I declare mental and spiritual balance. Their energy levels are balanced in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that our husband's health is perfect. His, their minds are perfect. They have complete balance in all areas of their lives. They will be balanced in how he, they study the word of God. They will be balanced in time with their children. They will be balancing and understanding how to work and play. They will have balance in their schedule with their help meet us. They study new things and practices. Discipline to maintain their balance. God, I thank you that our husbands will have the ability to balance the wisdom that is given to them. They will have self-control and a balanced mind. Uh, we declare a new balance is coming 
We declare supernatural balances over them. We tear down and cancel the assignment that causes imbalance. Our husbands are balanced in the Lord. We declare that they are balanced in their finances. We decree and declare that they are balanced in their wealth. We decree and declare that every spirit of imbalance that has been in their life long enough is canceled today. The spirit of imbalance is being exposed and defeated in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, the son of the living God. God, thank you for the wisdom in catching the imbalanced thief. Spirit of imbalance, you will no longer steal the balance of our husbands. We curse imbalance in the name of Jesus and destroy every demonic assignment of imbalance and decree that our husbands are in total alignment with you, Father. We decree and declare perfect alignment over them. We speak perfect alignment of peace, wealth, wisdom, and knowledge. Our husbands are perfectly aligned with the will of God for their lives, the ways of God, and the word of God. Our husbands are in perfect alignment with, his with their communication with God and us as their helpmeets. We plead the blood of Jesus over our husband's balance. We plead the blood of Jesus over his vision, over their vision. We plead the blood of Jesus over their thoughts and their minds. We decree and declare that our husbands will be bold, that they will have spiritual discernment and understanding. God, we believe that our husbands will be spiritually sharp, that they have the lion and the lamb anointing. Lord, we decree and declare that our husbands are balanced and as a helpmeet, we are suitable. We will be balanced in every area of our lives. We will not be ignorant of Satan's devices, Lord God. We will be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Thank you, Lord, that the spirit of imbalance has been uprooted and never to be seen again. We decree and declare that our husbands will be balanced in their prayer lives. That the prayers of the righteous avail us much power. God, we pray that you would heal us in every area that we have been hurt as wise so that way we may walk in balance. We speak to the angels to surround our husbands. Angels go forth to cover, go forth to protect, go forth to lead and to guide them. We send angels to cover our husbands while they keep the balance they need for the decisions God has entrusted them with our husbands are now walking in a new balance for their lives in the mighty name of jesus we pray thank god and amen hallelujah hallelujah lord god we bless your name and we glorify your name and it is in Jesus' name we pray. We seal these prayers, these declarations, and these decrees in the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. God, you be glorified. And all that we say and all that we do. 
in all that we say and all that we do. God, you be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. I love you all. And I will see you all on tomorrow morning. Make it a great Monday. Remember, Mondays are for showing up. They set the course for your week. So I thank God that you showed up on this Monday morning. Be blessed.